Welcome to Podcasts of Foes. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk, the official Dungeons & Dragons podcast. To celebrate the launch of Mordenkainen's Tome of Foes, we worked with more than 20 of the community's favorite live play D&D podcasts to record special episodes using monsters and lore from Tome of Foes. We love highlighting the creativity of these amazing players and dungeon masters, and hopefully you will find one or two new podcasts to follow. To find out more about these groups and Mordenkainen's Tome of Foes, head to dnd.wizards.com slash mtof or check out our live video programming on twitch.tv slash dnd. I wanted to thank Victoria Rogers from the Broadswords for organizing all these amazing adventures from the community in this podcast of foes. And to find out about the next D&D adventure, check out the Stream of Many Eyes on June 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. More information on that event can be found at dnd.wizards.com slash s-o-m-e. Have fun listening to this awesome one-shot adventure featuring monsters, stories, and lore pulled straight from Mordenkainen's Tome of Foes, available in game stores on May 18th and everywhere else on May 29th. Have fun rolling dice! Not included. Hey, I'm Zach. I am playing Iraq Oak member, the great and wonderful wizard. I'm Richie. I'm playing Baron Braun Anvil, the fighter who found religion. I'm Grayson, and I'm playing Aspen Tamble, the arcane trickster rogue. And I'm Quinn, and I'm the dungeon master. And everyone else. And everyone else. And especially today, the bad guys. Yes, especially today, the bad guys. Bad guys from... Mordenkainen. 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 Mordenkainen's tome of foes. So, very exciting. All right, so yeah, you exit Beetles, Bobs, and Wheezes. You're standing on the street. Uh, Baron, you are admiring once again... The orderly fashion in which part of uh, the city of Sigil is kept. Yeah, totally. I take my um, yeah. my, my smith stools and my T square, and I check several of the door jams. Yeah, it, everything is square and clean. You wow. know, so there's no filth on anything. There must be dwarves here. You know, everything is <laughs> barring the filth. Sands yeah. the filth. <laughs> Sands the filth. Uh, there's not uh, there's not uh, as many taverns as you would uh, suspect would be the case if there was a large population oh, yeah. of dwarves here. And just for funsies, yeah. this. MacGuffin that I got to attach to my hammer. Mm-hmm. Could you describe it? It has a rune on it. Is it just a? Is it? Would you describe it as just a like a, a cast piece of metal, like a yes. tiny ingot? Yeah, like a, like a tiny little ingot about uh, an inch charm. long and about half an inch wide a with, with an elven rune on it. Helps you more it. Yeah, I wanted the little poopy, but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but apparently I had to get this one. But yeah, it's a small little uh, you know metal. Probably an inch long, half an inch wide, with a elven rune on it. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, okay. Attach, <laughs> attach that to your hammer. Oh. In order to gain the effect. Maybe the underside. Yeah. <laughs> Does it have to be rune up? <laughs> I I would argue that um, I'm not entirely sure Baron would know which way was up with an elven rune. I know. Yeah, but it is a very uh, specific kind of key. 
Oh, okay. Um, it's uh, a specific kind of key that's designed to help boost. And does it have to be adhered to it? Yes. Or can it just be like on a, like a, no. you know when you put the thing on your it has to be like, it has just to, on the pommel, there's like no, a leather loop. You can't attach it like a phone charger. <laughs> it has yeah. to be made an integral part of the hammer. Mm. Okay. Maybe, maybe you should ask it. Oh, beetle. Or the hammer. Or the hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's great. Yeah. I, I will, uh, I will pull out Nindir, the hammer. Okay. And I, I, because I would imagine it's like as a face or something, I'm actually showing him <laughs> things like, what do you make of this? And supposedly it's going to, it's going to make you less disconnected from Morden. Oh, that looks like filth. I know, well, oh, no, I turn it with the rune facing away and I'm like, oh, sorry, I meant this. <laughs> this is, oh, you can't put Morden in a little piece of metal. No, no, this little piece of metal is going to go into you. What? No, it'll be shh. I put my finger on it. Shh, it's gonna be fine. We're gonna put it rune side down. Was that an elven rune? No, I don't. You know, here we are in the in the in the abyss. I don't know. We're here in sigil. Uh, who knows what that was? But your connection to Morden, you guys will be so tight. You'll have you'll have all the bars. This bar. You have this little bar <laughs> and all of it. Full bar. Oh, I don't know. I don't like the sound of this. Hey, we'll put it on top. You'll never see it. Because I assume your face is the eyes. <laughs> or the, the hammer hitting part is the face. I, Do you, you know? hit people with your face? That sounds uncomfortable. I hold on. <laughs> to answer, I jump my arm out to your face. Woo! You're going to... Wait. Nothing? Okay. <laughs> oh. Baron. You feel a sharp sting in your side. Oh! Like you just got hit with something. I go super defensive. And I, in, a, in a masterful, ready-to-fight pose. In a masterful, ready-to-fight pose. Okay. No! <laughs> I, I need you to give me a dexterity saving throw, please. Oh, that's my best one. <laughs> Everyone knows how live dwarves are. You also take 19 points of damage. Ouch! I don't let anyone know that that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Nice. 19. Uh, roll initiative, please. Everybody? Everybody. Oh, yeah. Do I look oh. and see a small, like, dart sticking out of my side? A crossbow bolt. Crossbow bolt? Uh, initiatives? Five. Five for Aspen. All right. 18. I don't know what's going on. I think Baron just has a side cramp. Yeah, I got a stitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 10. 10 for Baron. Nice. 18. 18. All right. Good. Ooh. All right. So. I think he uh, made it regardless. Yeah. E-Rock, you are up first. Do I see anything? Give me a perception check. I point at least the inverse way that my arrow is sticking out, going, ah! You see this? <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen. No. You don't see anything. You see people just kind of walking down the street. Okay. I was going to say I cast Detect Good and Evil to see if I can find them. That wouldn't help you. I think just everything would glow. Did you yell at all? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you, just, you told me you, you do that without making a sound. No, it's angry. Oh, okay. It wasn't angry, but it wasn't. It didn't sound like pain. Uh, okay. Well, uh, I uh, slam my staff on the ground, and a boom, a shield appears around me, granting me mage armor. Nice. At the end of the block, south of you, 
you see this creature walk around the corner wearing a devilish looking armor as a halberd. And instead of a head, you see what looks like a helmet for, for that armor, but it's been kind of bolted on haphazardly. And you can see that there's a variety of markings and things that have some kind of meaning, you assume, though what that is isn't immediately apparent to you. And it walks around the corner and stands at Ominously. the end. Yeah, looking in your direction, at the three of you, and uh, puts the halberd in front of it, almost as though it's attempting to block your way south. Have we tangoed with these guys before? He doesn't have a crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Aspen, give me a uh, dexterity saving throw, please. Oh, right. Kind of like coming out of nowhere, you see this webbing grapple a hold of and wrap up Aspen. Yeah. Tumble to the ground. Tell us it just looks like somebody sneezed on him. Yeah, it's just kind of like <laughs> Spider-Man was walking by and just was like, <laughs> yeah. With the webbing, you take 14 points of damage. Ouch. So you are uh, restrained for one hour by strands of sticky webbing. A restrained creature can escape by using an action to make a successful uh, dexterity or strength check. So yeah, you guys are standing here. This bolt hits you in the side, Baron. Ow! Uh, you see Erok kind of look around and go, boing! <laughs> okay, and then out of nowhere, you see this webbing come flying. After seeing this guy come around in, in what looks to me like he's showing a challenge. Yeah, and you see this um, webbing come flying and just wrap up. Aspen, and he's sitting on the ground now in front of you, kind of wiggling, is wiggling he, around. Is he at a point that I could do this without yeah. without risking my? Yeah, he's kind of like. Uh, yeah, and there's no webbing on his hand. No, there's no webbing on his hand. So I reach out and I grab his hand, mm -hmm. and I cast freedom of movement. Oh, okay. What does that do? That does exactly what it sounds like. But it lasts for an hour, and if you're willing. Yeah. If you're, if you're I willing. For the duration, the target's movement is unaffected by difficult terrain and spells and other magical effects that can neither reduce the target's speed nor cause the target to be paralyzed or restrained. The target can also spend five feet of movement to automatically escape from non-magical restraints, such as manacles. Well, does it just dissolve it? Is it magic? And I think you can. I think you can just. What I, what I will argue is that at the end of your turn, Aspen, mm -hmm. the webbing dissolves. Oh, okay. As a result of this spell. I'll take it. All right. Next, you see stepping around. Oh, I'm not done. Oh, go ahead. Excuse me. My my apologies. That was just for that part. Yes, that part. And then I use an action surge. Uh huh. To get another action. Okay. I'm looking at that guy that basically came and put his thing down. Uh huh. <clears throat> and I see that as a challenge. Okay. And the thing offends me at multiple levels. Yes, it's it's it looks very devilish. And it's shoddy construction. And evil. Yeah, yeah, the fact that the helmet's on crooked and looks like it's bolted yeah. on in a... And it looks evil. Crooked way. <laughs> and I just say, oh boy, oh, you picked the wrong the wrong day to mess with this dwarf, and then I just wing the hammer right at his head. Uh, he is um, 75 feet away from you. Oh, 75? Yep. Yeah, after I move up 15 feet, okay. I, uh, <laughs> I, I walk him in and I get, a, I get a running throw with the hammer and then just park it as hard as I can. All right. Roll it up. Throwing... 
25. Hit. Hit. Hits him. And then I channel my divine strike. Because I'm so angry. Which makes my hammer just discharge so much more damage. 14 points of damage. And then as the hammer comes back to me, mm-hmm. I catch it, spin around, and fling it again. Okay. Just in a beautiful whip and bah! Oh, for a natural 20. Woo! Nice. Roll them up. Then, you make up for that first damage. I know. Uh, 8 plus 13 is 21. Okay. Nicely done. You see another one come around the corner and stand to the north of you at the end of the block. But I still don't know who hit me in the side, right? No, you don't. And then you see a third one where the first one came from the west and then kind of stepped into your, at the end of the block. A third one comes from the east to stand next to the one that you just hit. Okay. Facing you. Aspen. I wiggle. You wiggle. I wiggle extra hard. You wiggle and wiggle and wiggle and you notice that the webbing begins to give way and dissolve. Woohoo! You now can take full advantage of freedom of movement. Like for this turn. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am going to stand up. And how far away are these dudes? From you? Mm-hmm. The two at the end of the block to the south of you are 75 feet away. And the one at the end of the block north of you is 30 feet away. Baron is also 15 feet to the south of you. And uh, Iraq is uh, standing there in his bowl. I am going to find a place to hide because I suspect more dudes will be showing up shortly because there's how many right there? There's two and one. So far three. You see three. I'm, I feel a fourth coming. Okay, so you're going to... I feel a fourth coming, fourth coming. So I'm going to find a place to hide. Uh, there is uh, an alleyway directly across from you. Is there like a barrel at the opening? No, but it's uh, a fairly narrow alleyway. It's only uh, five feet wide. I, I do that. that is Into what the I do. shadow of the alleyway. Yes. Okay. Erock. You said there's an alleyway to the uh, east. east, directly east, just the other side of the street. Okay. I raise my hand, just halfway. <laughs> and then open. And then suddenly out of my hand, my hand appears to grow quite large. Here we go. So, it goes. <laughs> it goes. Because it appeared from my hand, right? It yep. goes to the north, to the one. Okay, to the one to the north of you. Yeah. All right. I have a sneaking suspicion that something is coming up on your next turn. It could be. A premonition, if you will. <laughs> All right. All three of them begin marching. As though they are trying to close in on you. Baron, you are hit with another crossbow bolt. Doing 14 points of damage. And I need for you to do two things. Give me a concentration check with a DC equal to 10 or half the damage you take, whichever number is higher. So 10. 10. And the constitution saving throw? Yes. 17 plus 9. Okay, so you're concentrating still. Mm-hmm. Now I need for you to give me a dexterity uh, saving throw, please. 13. 13. You, my friend, find yourself restrained by strands of sticky webbing. <laughs> the creatures take more steps in 
And I assume you have the hand moving with them. Yes. That's following. Would be my assumption. So one of these creatures lowers its halberd and it's going to attempt to strike at you, Yurok. Okay. With the halberd. I am at 17 AC at the moment. Okay. He hits you once for 12 points of damage. And he hits you twice for 12 points of damage. All right. Baron, you find yourself encased in this sticky webbing, the same sort of thing that had tripped up um, Aspen. Uh, You are welcome to give me a dexterity or a strength check to see if you can escape. So what I try first, betting on on the possibility that these are not from this plane, Uh I expend that Dispel of Good and Evil by casting Dismissal on the one in front of me. The one I haven't hit yet. There's two in front of me. The problem with that is that in order for dismissal to work, you have to hit it. Make yep. a melee spell attack against a, the creature. On a hit, you attempt to drive the creature back to its home plane. However, you are currently restrained unless you do something about that. So attack rolls against the creature has advantage, and uh, your attack rolls have disadvantage. So keep that in mind when you roll your melee spell attack. I might as well try. I mean, it's a better way to get rid of the spell than just getting rid of it. 14 or 14. You mean a 14? 14 or a 14. <laughs> uh, that does not hit. Okay. The spell's gone. Okay. So, one of these uh, creatures that you tried to dismiss is now going to attempt a hit on you. That's one hit, and that's it. One hit. And you take eight points of damage from the halberd strike. Aspen! You're hanging out in the alleyway. You're seeing all of this kind of happen. What would you like to do? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna cast Haste on Baron. Okay. You get plus two to your uh, AC. Uh, your speed is doubled. You have advantage on dexterity saving throws, which in this particular case could be a very good thing. And you gain that additional action. Which is good if you don't make that dex save. So I do that as my action, and then as a bonus action, I am going to make another hide. All right. Excellent. Preparing for a little sneaky sneaky. I'm just trying to stay out of sight right now. I got the haste train on Baron, so hopefully he can clean up a little bit. All right, E-Rock. So this uh, thing has marched towards you. It hits you with its halberd. The fist has kind of zoomed in on it. I assume it's time to bring the pain? So, sort of. The fist becomes quite forceful <laughs> and goes directly to its head. Okay. I mean, it's large. The it, hand is it, large. It, so. it, it is ginormous. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I guess a finger touches its head and it begins mm-hmm. to push it back. So, strength check. Yep. Your uh, hand's strength versus the uh, strength athletics check of the target. Yep, and I get advantage. You do. 20. Yeah, you win that one. So it moves... 5 feet plus a number of feet equal to 5 times your spellcasting ability moves modifier. 30 feet back. Okay. So you essentially just kind of pushed it back to where it had started from. It then uh, it gets a move too, and it moves right in front of it again. All right. Uh, I look to the south... Mm-hmm. And noticing Baron getting hit, 
I then raise my so that my left hand. I cast haste north. on him as well. Yeah. Oh, double haste. <laughs> I can, that'd be crazy. <laughs> so I my fade out of existence. <laughs> <laughs> this is the flash. Yeah. Out. <laughs> you enter the speed force. Mm-hmm. It's done. So my left hand was pushing the northern one away, yeah. and then my right hand rose up uh, slightly again, open towards the sky. Half testifying. Half testifying appropriately. And then grease begins to bubble underneath the two Ooh. in front of them. Very nice. A classic E-Rock maneuver there. <laughs> that yep. grease has so, come in handy. So that's times. a dex against 18. Okay, that's one failure. That's two failures. Beautiful. So... Got some prone folks to deal with there, Baron. Yes, they fall prone. Would you describe these as, now that I'm up close to them and I've gotten a good look, do they look suit of armory Like, does it no. look... Do I see hollowness in no, the eyes? No, they, like they, they definitely look like a creature. I get the a feeling someone's in there, or something's yes. in there. You get the feeling that something is in there for sure. All right, this first creature is going to use half of its movement to try and stand, assuming it can be successful on its dex saving throw, which is actually a, quite a tall order in this case. Oh, it is successful in standing. And it's now going to attempt to swing at you. Baron, see if it can attempt to hit you with your new armor class of 20. Mm-hmm. And that is a miss. And that is a hit. So you take seven points of damage. Aspen. Real quick. Yes. Did it move? Or did it did move? It just get up. It just stood up. Then it needs to make another check. At the end of its turn? Yeah. Oh, if it starts and ends its yeah. turn. That's right. So is it planted to hit me? So it stood up enough, swung, swung, and then... <laughs> Went right back down again. How was are heavy on the end? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is grease. <laughs> yeah. No. Aspen, you are hit with a, a crossbow bolt. How am I hit? I'm hidden. You take 15 points of damage from the crossbow bolt, and I need for you to give me a constitution saving throw, please. Two. <laughs> okay. Uh, not only were you hit with the crossbow bolt, but you hear this thunderous boom. <clears throat> kind of like a sonic boom go off as the crossbow bolt hits you. And that... You're being beat up by an Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that does an additional 10 points of thunder damage. Ouch. I also need for you to give me a, const- a uh, concentration check. So you took a total of... Nope. Nope. All right. You no longer have haste. Try it, dude. It's good, it's good. All right, the uh, creature next to it is going to try and use half its movement to stand and does not succeed. <laughs> so, Baron, you were fast. Mm-hmm. Now you're slow. Mm. You tasted the sweet, sweet nectar of oh, haste just, chance. just <sighs> long enough. Now, you can't move or take actions until after uh, your next turn as a wave of lethargy moves over you. Yep. You (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The uh, creature that you pushed away from you, Iraq, to the north of where Baron is, the one that you've been kind of beating up, 
walks that 30 feet and then swings again. 35 feet? Huh? It was 35 feet away. Yes, but he has a 10-foot reach. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So he's going to swing his howard twice at you. Okay. Misses the first time. Misses the second time. Beautiful. Aspen! Can I look around and see where this crossbow bolt is coming from? You want to look around? Yeah, I need to find this shit. Okay, give me a uh, perception check. 28. 28. Okay. Uh, you see nothing. Erok! You seem to be managing this uh, fight pretty well. What would you like to... Uh, how would you like to uh, proceed? Master uh, of time and space. <laughs> Some acid. Acid's always fun. Is going to be thrown at the folks next to Baron. Okay. So they need to make a dex save against 18. And then is it is it splash damage? What's the range? I get to choose damage? the two characters that hit, or two creatures that it hits. Oh, okay. So we don't have to worry about. No, Baron. there's no Baron. Splash up. <laughs> There's no Baron splashing. There's no Baron splash and Ash splash. Okay, uh, <laughs> the first one misses its dex save, and the <laughs> second one, <laughs> the second one gets its dex save. Okay, so it's gonna take. Pass it all over the west. Um, second one takes nothing. First one takes uh, five. Nice, excellent. And I get a bonus action thanks to my lovely hand. Yeah. The hand then grips. Ooh. Getting touchy feely now. It is. Hug it out. It is grasping now uh, the one to the north. So it becomes now a grapple. You have advantage on this. Yep. So twenty-four. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I don't think it's going to uh, be able to uh, beat that, which it doesn't. Excellent. Nice grappleage. Gotta like that. All right. So. The first creature next to Baron, who's really not had a very good go of it so far, is going to attempt to stand by making a deck saving throw to see if it can overcome the grease, which it fails to do. I'm just laying in these webs going, oh, I'm so dizzy. <laughs> oh, I'm so slow and dizzy. I just want to fight. Meanwhile, Eurox in the middle doing this and a little bit of that, <laughs> and you go over there and you're doing this. Nope. Yes. You don't know where Aspen is. <laughs> where Aspen is. You haven't seen him. Is Toby's taking care of I assume he's taking care of that. <laughs> bolt guy. Cheap shotting bolt. <laughs> yeah. Erok, you get hit with a crossbow bolt. Okay. You take um, 12 points of damage from the crossbow bolt. Cheap. And I need for you to make a constitution saving throw, good sir. Whoa. A 30. That's impressive. <laughs> That's very impressive. That was nothing to E-Rock. So, as a result, you okay. only take 11 points <laughs> of acid damage. The second uh, creature standing next to uh, Baron is going to attempt to stand up. The one that didn't take any acid damage. And uh, fails to do so. All right. Baron. I'm in a somber... <laughs> as, I, as I slowly sober up, I stretch my hammer hand over to my other hand, and as soon as they make contact together, yeah. I scream out a prayer and cast Spiritual Guardians at fourth level. Woo! Little <laughs> dwarven spirits 
I remember the first time you casted mm-hmm. this. That With was... their little cherubic, cherubic wings and their giant <laughs> hammers, oversized almost comically. Yes. Come into existence all around me. <laughs> Doing 48 damage to anyone in the radius. When we come back around to those creatures, I'll let you know and you can um, roll up that damage. Okay. All right, the creature that you have now grasped, Erock, is going to attempt to break free oh, yeah. of the grasping. Okay. Behind all these dudes. I don't think it's going to be successful. And Tw- indeed, it is not. 28 strength is kind of tough to overcome. <laughs> that's that's uh, yeah, that's a pretty hard thing to do there. Do you call that hand the stranger? <laughs> <laughs> I do now. The hand is the stranger. He's being, he's being incapacitated by the stranger. <laughs> the stranger appears. Stranger danger. Yeah, the stranger danger. <laughs> All right, so what do you want to do? You have uh, one grasped, and uh, you, you, things seem to be under control down by Baron, especially since he has called down from the dwarvish heavens <laughs> these um, I angelic... I bring him down from Mount Dwarven now. Dwarven <laughs> Mountain now. I changed the, change the prayer slightly. Yeah. Uh, you see he's rather slightly intoxicated. <laughs> <laughs> Come at me, bro. Whoa! <laughs> it looks like they're much more interested in finding the nearest tavern than protecting Baron. We all want to Guys, come on! Hey. brought you here for a reason. We got a job to do. Okay, well, the grappling hand, the mm-hmm. stranger, stranger, begins to crush its individual of armor. All right. Are you doing a, are you doing a sit? Maneuver, like <laughs> basically. Like, well, everything the hand does, my hand does. Yeah, right. yeah so like, it's just you know. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so it is. It is very much a Vader esque thing. Yeah. Only you can see this large hand. Can your verbal component be? <laughs> I find your lack of chaos. <laughs> so it takes twelve damage. Nice from the the clench, getting crushed. Okay, so that was a bonus action. Yep, and then I would like to. How tall are the uh, buildings next to us? They are two and three story tall, depending on the building. Okay. Um, so I kind of look for one of the taller ones. Okay. Uh, and then I misty step up to the <laughs> edge. All right. Getting up and out. Aspen. Yes. What would you like to do? The, the guy in the grasping hand, did he die? No. He's still there? He's still there. Uh, I'm going to go attack the guy. The grappled guy. That's grappled. He is restrained, so yeah. you would have advantage on your attack rolls against That's him. That's what I'm doing. All right, let him have it. Me and my vorp. Vorp Just, it up. Uh, stab. Are you vorping? Stab <laughs> vorp between the fingers. I yeah. mean, the stranger. I'll try not to strap, stab the stranger. Yeah, don't stab the stranger. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that's a 25. That's a hit. I do. 13 points of damage. Can you roll extra dice? Mm. That was backstab. Anytime you hit attack with advantage. Oh, yeah. Every that, time you hit attack true. with advantage. 26 damage for the sneak attack. Okay, so what's the total? 13 and 26? It is 39. 39. Wow. Tell me, Aspen, how do you kill this creature? I probably cut off its head with my vorpal sword. <laughs> off goes the head. I didn't get a critical, but it's restrained. Mm-hmm. And I did enough damage to kill it. You see the head rolls down the middle of the street, 
you also have an opportunity at this point to notice Aspen and uh, you as well, Erock, given your vantage point, that um, shutters are being pulled over windows. Yeah, it was and like... people are um, running out of yeah. the streets. Like the streets are vacating of people. I was really nervous about this. When a fight breaks out in the lady's town, she's not generally happy. I got the impression we didn't that she's start a... it. We're finishing. Yeah, this is why I've avoided, I've avoided <laughs> these spells. I've avoided. Yeah, yeah. we're standing our there's ground. No, that's why there's no fireballs blowing yeah. up in the street. Right? Although <laughs> in future. <laughs> so anyway, FYI, you're noticing streets are starting to clear. Shutters are going across windows. Doors are shutting. Um, people are. Making a point not only of not getting involved, but wanting to be nowhere yep. near what is going on. <laughs> uh, Erock, you uh, Missy stepped up there. Uh, what would you like to do? Um, so the hand will now move sixty feet to the nearest creature. Okay, so it's going to move uh, south down the street, and then I um, put my hand in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And uh, I pull out a little bit of mud and I slap it on my eyes. Okay. <laughs> and the whole and I now have true scene. <laughs> In sigil. In sigil. We what's thought the, it would be barren, but it's What's not. the range on that? I mean the range is touch, but it would be out to hundred and twenty feet and into the ethereal plane. Ethereal the ethereal plane. plane. Okay. And um, I look. <laughs> you start looking around like, what in the world is going on? crossbow. <laughs> so, Erok prides himself on being someone who is educated with it, urbane, if you will, mm-hmm. at, at least when it comes to planar experiences. He's seen it all. Being in and around the planes. You know, he is a master of time and space. Yes, yes. That's why it is so utterly discombobulating when, with true sight, you look around at the city of Sigil, at these blocks and these buildings. <laughs> you see colors and creatures and things that literally dumbfound you. <laughs> it is the most extraordinary and shocking experience of your life. But, also, you happen to see, standing on the roof, Little <laughs> <laughs> Standing on the roof across the street from you. Okay. The building across from you. You happen to see this creature that seems to be wearing half plate, has a large dagger in one hand, well slung on its side, a huge brass crossbow, and it has a cape along with tusks the size of its own head. And it, it's a walrus. <laughs> oh no, it's it's bigger than a walrus. I think he's a regular bow. But... <laughs> <laughs> it totally, it's a modified one. <laughs> it's got a slingshot between the tusks. You see it, and it sees that you have seen it. I smirk. Okay. And then the go hand like goes up. Starts making its way. Give yeah. him two eyes, two fingers. <laughs> making its way. All right. So that you've moved this, started moving the hand in that direction. You notice with your true sight that it raises the crossbow at you and is uh, going to fire. I throw up shield. Okay. Which makes your armor class what now? 22. 22. All right. Well, let's see if it does it. Hits you anyway. Ugh. This guy's good. Yeah. That's fine. Hits you anyway. It'd be wrong if I didn't try. 
No, I, I, I think that was a, a smart move on your part. He does 22 points of damage from the crossbow bolt. He's going to feel some stranger pain. <laughs> some stranger pain. <laughs> and I need you to give me a, a dexterity saving throw. I'm going to stab every one of these crossbow bolts 12. into him. 12. All right. You also take five points of radiant damage and are blind. You can't see, and you automatically fail any ability check that requires sight. The second creature standing in the grease is he's, going to attempt to spend its... This guy's going to take some damage? <laughs> things are about to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, is going to attempt to spend half of its movement to stand up. And it's a dex of 18? Your yes. Uh, and f- gets so close! <laughs> He has the halberd planted on the ground, and he's kind of, he's getting his feet up underneath him, and he's kind of slip sliding around, and falls back down again. Bringing us around to... Baron, I need you please to roll some damage for these people, uh, from your uh, spirit guardians, and then I need you to tell me what in the world you're going to do to them. Um, 18. Oh yeah, they both failed. And so, the first one will take 21. The first one takes 21? Yeah. Tell me, Baron, how do the spirit guardians destroy this creature? Oh, they they swarm out them like ants at a picnic. Just hammering. Cute, cherub, dwarven-like ants. Its arms and legs just jutting out as as all of them, as if they were forging a sword. They've got a good rhythm going. All right. Smashed. The second one takes 24. Okay, so there's only one remaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you going to do? Because that's what the yep. Spirit Guardians have done. Now I'm ripping the the webbing off of me. You're hulking out of the yes. web. Hulking out of the web. All so right. You need a strength. Strength or dexterity check, whichever you prefer. What do you get from that? 21. Bravo. And I stand on my feet. Okay. <clears throat> stand up. Aspen. Uh, so I killed the guy that was in the hand, mm-hmm. and then the hand started floating away. It floated down the street, and then it turned and started floating towards, um, uh, up towards a building. So Aspen turns, mm-hmm. sees Baron, and in front of Baron are all of these little dwarven cherubs, which I don't think Aspen has seen before. No, you've never no. seen this. No, this is the first um, time for you. And they are adorable. There's grease on the ground, and, and then the there's a dead dude, mm-hmm. and then there's another dude who's kind of, like, flailing. Yeah. I don't know where E-Rock went. Nope. I don't see him. Nope. So I look at this, and I go, eh. And I am going to uh, drink a healing potion. I only got ten points back. Well, ten's better than nothing. So you're now up to 73? Yeah. Okay. All right, E-Rock. Remembering where that that person was. Yes. Yeah, you do. <laughs> My hand sure. was obviously uh, told to go to that exact location. Yeah, head in that direction. I'm going to move the hand w- and make it stop where I believe okay. that thing was, and it's going to grapple. Okay, so try to grab in that whatever. location. Whether or not something's there, we'll roll anyway. So. It's okay. Twenty-five. Okay. If it grappled something. Okay. Then. I'm going to throw my staff, not, not actually throw it, but, but like throw my cast, hand with my right. staff. Cast from your staff. And a fireball will shoot out from the staff 
at that exact in that location. general direction there. Right in the center of Hoping, it. okay, hope, so your hope is, even though I can't see it, I've grabbed onto whatever that was, and it's going to get hit by a fireball. Yes. Okay, I can we're appreciate a, that. We're in a dense city. It's the roof! <laughs> it's on fire. Okay, Aspen, you get hit with a crossbow bolt. Of course I am. You take 14 points of damage, and... I need for you to give me a dexterity saving throw. 22. Nice. Your experience of the sticky webbing from before enables you to kind of wiggle out of the way at the last second, thus not becoming restrained. And you see down at the end of the alleyway is uh, the creature that I described to you before. He's wearing half plate. He has this huge brass crossbow and these tusks coming out of his mouth that go all the way up above his head. And then he disappears. Uh, the creature next to you, Baron, mm-hmm. is starting its turn uh, near you because it's going to try and stand up, which it fails to do. I've folded my arms and taken a step backwards. <laughs> so if you could roll damage for your spirit guardians as they continue to treat this creature like an anvil or a piece of molten steel. 12. And now it's your turn. I'm just going to, I'm just going to watch it again. Okay, you're like, uh, hey, this is a spectacle now, so I've, I've actually holstered my, my hammer and I'm standing with my arms. You do hear with, with a arms. fireball fly over your head. Yeah, I could go. Coming from one side of the street to the other. Um, okay. I'm sitting here watching these things, right? Yeah, and, yeah, look, yeah. and all of a sudden I hear this like flame thing shooting up. Yeah, you see this fireball. My reaction to this is, Oh no, it's a city! And I have not done anything, so I have an action, and I cast Dispel Magic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, Dispel Magic. This is lawful good. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's that's a, a, uh, a knee-jerk reaction. No, I love it. I think it's a great choice for the character. I think it's a great choice here. It, it's, yeah, it's I'll give you inspiration for that. Definitely worth inspiration. Absolutely. Okay, so you cast a spell magic, and you see this fireball just go... And I'm just looking around trying to figure out where the, the where the fireball came from. Yep. Although it had a distinct curly cue trail behind it. <laughs> and then I and I instantly feel like, oh no, he's going to be so mad. <laughs> I hear it and go, I didn't make that go away. <laughs> uh, your sight comes back to you. Uh-oh. E-Rock? As it fizzles? Yes. As it fizzles, your sight comes back to you. You see the hand kind of hanging out on top of the building. And you see the fireball go, like this. You see Baron having cast a spell magic <laughs> Instantly on. makes eye contact and goes, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe your uh, true sight is still working, though, mm-hmm. right? I get it for an hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so I look unhappy at Baron, <laughs> <laughs> and then I cl- quickly glance the roof's top. I roll for shrug. You glance around the rooftops. You do not see that creature with the crossbow. Okay. Aspen. Is it my turn? Yes. I cast haste on myself. Okay. Boing. Now I know what Baron was talking about. Oh, it's good. Just write it. It's good. Yeah, just give it a second. Don't go to a bad place, though. <laughs> I'm going to step out into the middle, because I was kind of like... Out into the street? Out into the street. Kay. I have haste. 
Okay. I'm like, um, and then I am going to use my action to set a reaction that the next time I get hit with a crossbow bolt, because I'm looking around all feisty, making myself a target, I am going to cast Ray of Frost in the direction from which I am hit. Ah. And with my one of my feats, my Ray of Frost goes up to 120 feet. Mm. All right. All right, so Aspen, you've run out into uh, the middle of the street to open up your own Dairy Queen. Yes. If you're enjoying this Heroes Not Included episode, you can follow us on Twitter at HNI underscore podcast for the latest news and show updates. Also, please consider becoming a patron. Our patrons not only help us keep the lights on, they also gain special behind-the-screen access, including patron-only podcasts, videos, and more. To become a patron, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. Erock. So what's on the roof? Like smokestacks, like stuff like that? Yeah, or? you see smokestacks, you know, uh, most of them are flat with little chimneys that come out of it. Occasionally you see a creature that you cannot identify, but you do not see that creature nor anything that would pose an immediate threat to you. Okay. I am going to set a reaction Okay. to cast Fireball at fourth level. <laughs> you want to dispel this? Try and dispel this. <laughs> Boom! I guess he, he, he could try. Yeah, he <laughs> Might could. work. Uh, so cast Fireball at fourth level at the as soon as he appears. Okay, so if, you, so if you see him, as soon as you see him, boom, Fireball's happening. Yeah. Got and it. the hand is going to go behind one of the smokestacks. Okay. It's going to hang out like sneaky hand? Or tr- fall upon someone hiding there. Okay. It should be. I give another mean glare. Mean glare. And a smirk at a bear. Just look down. <laughs> okay. That that works. Baron, you're hit with a crossbow bolt. Oh. Yeah. That kinda hurts a little bit. From the bolt, you take eighteen points of damage. And I need for you to give me a dexterity saving throw. Sixteen? Sixteen. You find yourself caught in some sticky <laughs> You are uh, restrained. Your cherubs of dwarvish delight should uh, roll their damage to see... If they finally kill this dude. If they have finally smashed to bits this creature. 24 points of damage. They've turned him into a shield. Uh, yeah, they have bashed the living daylights out of him. I assume they, they did so in the same manner as they did the other one? Yep, 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 yep. Okay. You kind of have one modus operandi. Yep. Now, Baron, it's your turn. I'm trying to rip myself out of the... Okay, give me a uh, strength or dexterity check. Remember, this is an action. 20. 20. Well done. You are able to rip the webbing away again. And then I drop concentration on my spell. Okay. To let it fade away. And then, based on just where I've been getting hit, mm-hmm. I run that way. That way. Well, the first time you got hit would have led you north. That last one. Basically. The very last one? Mm-hmm. Um, that would be south. Okay. Uh, the other side of where uh, these creatures were standing in the grease. 
I yell at Nandir. Okay. It's like, where is this coming from? <laughs> with any hope that he has some sort of, like, since he doesn't see with <laughs> eyes, that he might have some sort of insight into. <laughs> Your hammer replies by uh, saying, I don't know, but as soon as you find him, I'll hit him square in the face. Well, that's assumed. So, uh, Aspen, you see Baron, like, taking off south. Down the street. Being careful to um, avoid the grease. Uh, I guess I'm going to follow Baron, which is really easy because I'm hasted. It's true. And you... I'm already faster than him. So mm-hmm. I just kind of like walk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I would like to set a reaction for the next time I am hit mm-hmm. with a crossbow bolt to ray of frost in that direction. Okay. Iraq. Have I seen anything? Nope. Due to my masterful levels of conjuration magic, I begin to materialize on the other side of the building. Uh So across the street. Bloop, bloop. Yep. Okay. All right. You uh, bloop over to that building. You are now standing next to your hand, which is hovering in an inconspicuous way behind a chimney. So I look around on that roof. You do not see uh, anything? You do not see that creature. Yeah. Do you have I, true sight and sigil? I see lots, you see all yes. kinds of things. Yeah. That's fine. I'm focusing on that creature. Yeah. He rocks on the hunt. Everyone's oh, on the hunt. Right. Everyone is hunting. Let's see if anyone gets hit with a crossbow bolt. Ooh, this is going to be interesting. Erock. Yes. You are hit with a crossbow bolt, and I know that you have a reaction set for a fireball. Me too. You take 20 points of damage. I need for you to give me a constitution saving throw. 25. You take, in addition to the bolt damage, another 7 points of thunder damage as a concussive blast hits you. So you fling that fireball in that direction? Yep. That level 4. Level 4 fireball. Uh, What's the DC? 18? 18. It is made. So when you roll damage, this creature will take half of your 9 die 6 fireball damage. Light it up. Purchase to use. 10, 20, 31. So half of 31? 15. 15. Baron, you see an explosion. Yeah. The top of the building on the corner is at the end of the block. On your right, that building, three stories tall, it's on fire. And do I see what what looks like somebody going, Nope. Nothing? You can just see flames up there. I guess I just cast protection from evil. Okay. I think that's probably a healthy thing. And I'm just looking around. At this point, I have no idea what's going on, right? Right. Tall building. Actually, I can put my back to the one that's on fire. I go put my back right to the building, okay. assuming that's a, a, a assuming that's where the action is and that's the angle I want. Okay. Maybe even in the doorway of the kind of like uh, in uh, the vestibule. Uh, all right, and you've casted protection from evil and good, right? Yep. Okay. Aspen, it's your turn. I'm hasted, so I am going to use an action to look for this dude. Okay. Give me a perception check. Twenty-four. You. Th- Thought you saw some movement from the top of the building. Shit, I can't get up there. I guess I'll hide as a bonus action, and then as my second action, I will again set a reaction. Okay, you're gonna hide in an alleyway? 
in the same alleyway as the next to this building that is now on fire, or do you want to hide uh, across the street where you can have a better view of everything going on at the building? I guess across the street. Okay. I don't really... Aspen doesn't really see a difference because it's... If he can teleport, then he can show up anywhere, so there's not really a better place. Okay. Iraq. Are the flames still there? Well, the building is flammable. The roof of this building has now caught on fire. Okay. Is anything also on fire? Is there any silhouettes in the flames? <laughs> you do, in fact, see the creature looks to have been damaged from your fireball jumping down and scurrying down the side of the building. Uh, the side on the street where everyone is or another side of the building? The building has a face that faces the street mm-hmm. and there's an alleyway next to it going down into that alleyway. Okay. I send my hand down Okay. to try to intercept him. And it is going you to... You can't see through the building, so you can only kind of guess once it, the hand gets down that alleyway. All right, well, it's going to become a clenched fist. Just charge down the alleyway? Because <laughs> the alleyway is only five feet wide. Yep, it's going right down there as a charge. <laughs> as a nice battering ram of a fist. If anything is in the alleyway, <laughs> it is going to get hit. Essentially the uh, idea here. Yes. I like it. Well, give me a melee spell attack. Fifteen. You do not hit it. Okay, the hand disappears. Okay. Bigsby's hand is gone. The stranger has left. Oh. Stranger. Uh, The stranger was highly effective. He was, yeah. And then, out from in front of me, as I'm facing the now-on-fire building, Mm -hmm. a gust of wind shoots out. Okay. To try and just kind of blow out the fire? Yeah. That's a considerate thing for you to do. Well, I mean, I don't want to burn anything now. What did it just, like, stuck it up? Triple it? (laughs) (laughs) It causes protected flames, such as those as lanterns, to dance wildly, and it's a 50% chance to extinguish them. The gust disperses gas or vapor, and it extinguishes candles, torches, and similar unprotected flames. Well, I would say since the roof is on fire, that's a bit more than... What? Since the roof of this building is on fire, that's a bit more than a torch, a candle, a lantern, etc. So I would say, but it's a gust of wind, which is also pretty the strong. Roof? Yeah, from the fireball. The roof? Of this building. The roof is on fire? <laughs> yes. Yes, the roof. The roof. The roof is on fire. <laughs> so I will say, instead of a 50% chance, I'll give it a 25% chance that it'll actually put the fire out. Okay. Because, you know, you got a whole building on roof fire here. So go ahead and uh, give me the percentage roll and let's see if it happens. Well, it does last a minute, so perhaps it puts it out over time. Yeah. 75. Okay. We can have you try again on your turn. Okay. Since it lasts a minute. Because it's concentration, isn't it? Yes. Okay. That's why the hand disappeared. Yes. Alright, so now, a couple things are going to happen simultaneously. Um, But I'm going to be doing them in a specific order. Okay. Okay. Uh, The first thing that happens is... Baron, you are hit with a crossbow bolt. And you take uh, 22 points of damage from this crossbow bolt. I need you to give me a constitution saving throw, please. Which I assume, being a dwarf, is pretty hefty. Uh, 18? Yep, that's what I thought. Alright, well that's good. Because you only take 7 points of thunder damage from the concussion. Now... 
you notice that that shot came from this way. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of up against the building, and you notice that it kind of came from this way. Aspen, what is your uh, passive perception? 22. Okay. So, for a brief moment, Aspen, uh-huh. you see standing down in the intersection at the end of this block, you see that tusked creature in half plate again with the crossbow. Baron, what's your passive perception? 14. Yeah. You didn't quite get a catch of it, but you know where it came from. You definitely know where it came from. So what would you like to do, Baron? I'd duck into the building. Nice. All right. Into the building. You see Baron duck into the building. Just on the other side of the door now. Yeah. Boom. Excellent. Very good. Aspen. I set a reaction that the next time I see this shithead, I cast Ray of Frost at it. Okay. Erock, let's see if that uh, fire's been put out on the roof. 30. Close enough. <laughs> you blow the fire out. You see Baron has ran inside. What's your passive perception? 13. 13. Okay, yeah. Well, you saw Baron run inside. Okay. I'm inside the whatever building this was that was previously on fire. Yeah, he's ran inside this building. I saved the day. I put it out. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just hoping it's a small, like, on entryway I'm in right yeah, now. Yeah, you're kind of like in an entry hallway, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like a, a walk-up in uh, New York. Mm-hmm. You know, you have this hall, and at the end of this hall is stairs that lead up, and there are doors that lead off of this hallway. I guess I make my way down off the building I'm on. Okay. Do you step down? To, like, fall? No, like Misty Step? Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Okay. I'm un- unable to use You're gonna uh, just uh, try and climb down. I mean, I have Feather Fall. You step off. <laughs> Take saying. a leap of faith, Erok. Three stories up. Trust Fall. How long is the fall before... Uh, it's a trust fall yeah. with Aspen. Before Aspen's turn comes up. Well, uh, it's a reaction. I can use it at any time. Okay. If Erok wants to do it, Erok can do it. Do you trust Aspen? Of course I trust Aspen. I go, Aspen! Lift! And I step off. And I cast (laughs) Featherfall. All right. Despite your healthy dwarvish girth, (laughs) you float to the ground like a feather. Oh, it feels nice to be light. (laughs) Just what I always dreamed of. (laughs) Okay. That gets you down to the, the ground there. I guess I still have movement. So... Any cover. Do you want to make your way into the same alleyway as Aspen or a different alleyway? Or do you want to run into the building after Baron? Or uh, another building. Or another building. I'm going to go down... You do know that for Baron to engage in breaking and entering... <laughs> That's real. That I want to say there's anyone serious. safe in the building. <laughs> that, you know, He's rescuing him. <laughs> he, he might be a bit concerned. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I make my way to... Like the alley that Aspen's in. Okay. Excellent. So you, uh, both of you standing over in the alleyway, Aspen and Erock, you see the door that Baron entered open and close. Even with true sight, I just see a door open. No, you see the creature. Ah. Okay. St- I always forget you have this true sight <laughs> for like an hour. For an hour, you're just like tripping balls everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you see the creature like go inside. <laughs> Okay. Baron standing on the other side of the door doesn't notice the door open. 
No, uh, Baron does in fact get a chance to notice uh, the door open. Now, where are you standing inside there? I had imagined that I'd come in the door and just like like if it was in a firefight, and I'm mm-hmm. just ducking. No, I'm okay. You so yeah, Baron. You see the door open, and this guy can see you, and you see materialize in front of you this creature. It's large, not medium, but mm-hmm. large. These huge tusks that come out of the mouth and go way up over its head. It's wearing half plate. You see this massive crossbow in one hand. And in another hand, he has this massive dagger-like short sword. And he literally kind of walks in, turns, and he's going to try and stab you. And then it will be your turn. Okay. Uh, he, Since he did all this other stuff, he only gets to do the one stab. Your armor class is uh, 18 again, because you're not on haste? Correct. Okay. Oh, but um, you have protection from good and evil. Yeah, that's right. So we get to roll that twice. Ooh, uh, just barely nicks ya. Give me a. Uh, oh, this is gonna be. This is gonna be so nice for for you as a dwarf. Give me a Constitution saving throw. Twenty. Twenty. On the saving throw. Nice. So you take twelve points from the dagger. Yeah. But you made your Constitution saving throw. So you would normally take half damage, but you are resistant to poison. So you would take half again. So you got like a spider bite. Yeah. Yeah, so even though you took the uh, 12 points of damage from the dagger, you're only going to take 6 points of poison damage. And you also, since you were successful, are not considered poisoned. Now, Baron, you notice that uh, it disappears after hitting you. So what do you do? Do you just... Okay. I, I, w- I would have been half in this motion, I'm guessing, because mm-hmm. we're talking about a, a second yeah. or two here. Right? How tall is he? He's large. Yeah, but how tall? Like, right now? like mm, 10 feet? Yeah, 9, 10 feet. 9, 10 feet. I stop with my foot right where he was. Okay. And I bring the stone out of the ground to wrap around what I remember him standing in a, a dense, five-foot-tall, stony... Hug. What are you casting? I am casting Stone Shape. You touch a stone object of medium size or a smaller section of stone, no more than five feet in any dimension, and shape it into any form that suits your purpose. So you can, you can imagine a box with like big things that go over where the feet were, or um, things that are just grabbed. He basically wants legs. to go like. You want to try and use like it to scoop. restrain it. Yeah. Like if you imagine sand mm. around him and you just scoop the sand. I want the stone to grip him. Something well, even even if you made a five foot box, I mean, he's, he would still be pretty restrained because in order to get out of the box, he'd have to climb over top of it. If he's restrained, then I'm happy. So that would technically count as being restrained until he made a athletics check to climb out of it. How's that sound? Okay. That gets you the restraint that you want. Stays true to the nature of the spell. Up comes this box. <laughs> now that's an action. So, do you want to use a bonus action or a second wind or anything else to do anything more? I'll go ahead and second wind then. Second wind it. It's, it's like it's ridiculously weak. One d ten plus your final fire level so low. Mm-hmm. If you were a fourteenth level fighter. Well, yeah, but he, you know, he found religion. He found thirteen. Morden found him. Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. And and I uh, step <laughs> away. Kind of back up a little bit. Yeah. Aspen, what do you do? I run into the building. Okay. Haste. All right. You 
go running across the street. You open up the door, and as you go, starting to go running in, you see this five-foot wall of stone. You come uh, screeching to a halt. Mm-hmm. No, what I do is... Pole vault it. I pole vault it, but with my Vorpal. You just go jumping over top of it like this? Would Aspen think, well, I'm going to go jumping over top of it like this? Like you think maybe it's trapped down inside the other side of the wall? Or do you think... seen it, right? I've seen it, but only at a distance. And only so you know how second. tall it is. Yeah. I guess I'm just trying to figure out if you'd be coming down on the other side of the wall or if you'd be kind of like flying. Trying to go through? Yeah. Yeah, I imagine more point forward. Point forward? Trying to... Because I saw it go in here, and I was imagining, like, I just kind of was charging in, expecting to hit it. Okay. But now you've seen this wall, so you're... So I'm going up. You're like, oh, oh, up, jump over the wall. Yeah. All right. Roll to hit. Don't I have disadvantage, too? Because he's invisible? Uh, yeah. It's not going to matter. I can't really roll worse than what I just rolled. What'd you get? Uh, a 13. 13. Somehow um, miss it. So much plate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you go jumping over like this, and you feel yourself brush against this creature as you land on the other side of I this... I made a miscalculation! ...stone box. Erok. You just saw a hasted aspen take off... Into this and building. ...and blow open the door open, and on the other side you can see that there's a wall. The aspen jumps over. Well, I run to the door. Which aspen left open. As you approach, you see just inside a five-foot wall of stone. Does he see the creature? Yes. The creature is inside the stone, looking very irritated. I wish I had one more slot for stone shit. Things <laughs> like, let's close it up! <laughs> <laughs> That's where you live now. Uh, I think it's fine. Do not open. <laughs> Sorry about your back door. Open, <laughs> open only in case of emergency. Okay, well, seeing the box uh, and the creature standing in it, I smirk, admiring the stonework, of mm-hmm. course. Yes, it's... <laughs> Crafted it's, by a craftsman. It's well done. <laughs> it's any shape to suit my purpose. It does have many reliefs of our adventures. <laughs> it tells a story. I then cast grease in it. <laughs> <laughs> All around the inside. Yeah, it's a ten foot square, so it probably bubbles over a bit, but I grease that sucker. <laughs> <laughs> All the edges. Just oh my gosh. Alright, yeah. It's just grease everywhere, man. So deck save of eighteen. Which is good for him, but that is good for him. He makes the deck save. Okay, so, so he, he doesn't fall prone. He doesn't yet. fall prone yet. <laughs> so on the start of his turn, he may he needs to make a uh, another save. No, it's only if they enter the area oh. or end their turn. End their turn. So yeah. at the end of the turn, we'll make one. You can see that he lifts up the crossbow like this, and he's fired at Baron. Okay. As he lifts up the crossbow and he goes to pull the trigger, you see that he becomes visible. And you can see this crossbow. You see this guy holding this crossbow like this. <laughs> yeah, it could be because he's attacking and that cancels out invisibility. Maybe he can just cast that innately over and over again. Weird. And thanks to your protection from evil and good, uh, he does not get a critical hit on you. Instead, only just a hit with the crossbow. You take 16 points of damage from the crossbow bolt. And it is now your turn, Baron. I say, oh, buddy. 
You came to the wrong barbecue. <laughs> I've been hit in the head several times. <laughs> but then I just wing that hammer hard, and we are going to do a few things. First, we're going to see if we hit. 29. Hit. All right. Since I'm throwing it, I think yeah. it's 2d8, and it's a divine strike, mm -hmm. so it's 3d8. Mm -hmm. 19 for the first hit. Okay. When the second one comes back around, I do that same thing again where I just go whoop-oof, whoop-oof, whoop-oof. Nice. Make it happen. Oh, Kevin. natural 20. I'll keep it. Crit hit. Roll it up. Crit hit is twice the dice. Twice the dice, not twice the points. Okay. 24. Nice. And then for the last one, I'm going to use War Blessing. That just gives me enough to add one more attack to my attack action. 31. 31, that would be a hit. And for 21 points of damage. I think uh, all three hits combined uh, definitely count, qualify I'm, as ring my bell. I'm screaming the whole time because yeah. this guy's been frustrating the hell out of me. Yeah, I mean, this guy has really been irritating. <laughs> uh, you can tell from Aspen's demeanor. You can mm -hmm. tell from the state of E-Rock. So it just looks like I'm playing yeah. tennis with his face. He just bam, bam, bam. And that third time when I when I when I catch it, I say, "That was that was all non-lethal, right?" What? what? Yo, yeah. oh, you want it non-lethal? Yeah. <laughs> I might have to use a spell slot to cast. I've got a speak with dead. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that could work. <laughs> um. All right. Well, that was very very well done. Aspen, what are you going to do? So I am going to... Because I can see him now. Or did he turn invisible again? No, you can see him. Okay. I'm going to attack him. And now I have two attacks. Well, and remember, you have an advantage. Which okay. means your backstabby stuff counts. Oh, ooh. Ugh. 27. Okay, so that's for the first roll. That's a hit. Uh, second one... Is a 19. Hit. So I do one of these. Uh, so 41 points of damage with my backstab. Moses! I did good rolls on both. Yeah, uh, in, in short order, you have uh, done some very, very potent stuff. And then the second one. Okay. Does 14. 14 points of damage. It explodes. <laughs> I need all of you, please, to give me a dexterity saving throw. Hey, 21. 18. Hmm. 11. 11. Okay. e <laughs> From the explosion... You take nine points of fire damage and nine points of thunder damage. All right. I pass out. <laughs> Aspen and Baron, you each take four points of fire damage and four points of thunder damage. I look over. And you see you see this explosion go off, and as the smoke clears, you see E-Rock just kind of laying <laughs> on his back. <laughs> Oh, cold. I go with, with a look of absolute satisfaction on my face. Mm -hmm. I go over and tap him on the forehead. 
and cast Revivify. <laughs> I've been saving this one. <laughs> you touch a creature that has died within the last... I'm assuming you died. Well, he's incapacitated. He's, incapacitated. Uh, he's not dead. Oh, so is this only if you fail like all yeah. your... Yeah, that's yeah. if you fail your oh. death saving throws. Do you have... Yeah, I've got Cure, too. Yeah, that would do it. Uh, or you could let me... Roll all my saving throws. <laughs> we sit there and wait. <laughs> wait for him to wait. Die. Let him bleed <laughs> out. Okay. Let him, no, let I've, him. I've been waiting to cast. I've been saving it forever. <laughs> I've been saving it forever. Fine. I just cast uh, Cure Wounds. Okay. For 11 points. Thank 11 you. Points. All right. Well, uh, you guys have successfully thwarted this coordinated attack on you in this small, brief glimpse into the capabilities of some of the fiends in Mordekainen's right. Tomophos. How do, we, how do we get quick, invisible dudes next time? Just so you are aware, the creature with the crossbow that you were fighting is called an Orthon. They are Hell's Bounty Hunters. Ooh. They are hired by archdevils and archfiends to hunt down people of interest to them. And the creatures with the halberds who were in the streets are uh, part of Hell's foot soldiers and legions. They're called uh, Maraguns. They look similar to what we would have seen um, stopping down that roadway when we were in... Uh, different, but similar. In the same vein, if you will. But definitely different from what you have seen before. That's pretty cool. I liked them. I liked it? Awesome. It's a nice challenge. I didn't have the right loadout for tracking an uh, enemy. Yeah. Firefly would have been beautiful there. That would have been great. Fairy <laughs> fire? Yeah, fairy fire. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would have been excellent. All right, well, there we have it. That is the foes that I chose from Toma Foes. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Thank you for listening to Heroes Not Included. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate and review us. We'd love to hear from you. You can find all our episodes on Podbean and on our website at heroesnotincluded.com. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe today using your favorite podcast app. Also, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash heroes not included. And finally, our podcast is supported by Josh Heddle, Allison McManus, Shane Fetters, Jake McNinch, and Amy Trout, along with all our awesome patrons. To become a patron and gain access to our special patron-only podcast, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. Until next time, be the hero. <laughs>